0: This time on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Leslie Phillips about the Dance Space experience, the classes we offer, and parking lot driving lessons. Today's guest has been at the Dance Space for just about as long as the studios existed. She started as a member of the original competitive company and has went on to teach classes, choreograph original pieces, and over the last eight years has become a force behind the studio's operations, infrastructure, and growth. Leslie describes her choreography style as high energy, and it is very likely that you will meet her the first time you walk in the door at the dance space. Les and her husband, Chase, have a daughter, Everly, who loves to work on her improv choreography in front of the television, and will be performing it in the studio very soon. We welcome to the podcast, Leslie Phillips. Thank you. (laughs) And I only say in front of the television because that's near and dear to our heart, Uh, because we have probably down in the basement somewhere, a good six or eight, ten hours of Briggs standing in front of the television because she insisted that we set up the video camera so she can see (laughs) herself on the TV. (laughs) No, that's
1: perfect. That That is her.
0: So you've been at the studio. You're kind of, I guess you would say, a fixture at the studio. You've been there since, as we said, before we started the podcast, you said you took a three-year hiatus, but pretty much... Every other amount of time or every other day other than that, you've yeah. been at the studio.
1: Yeah. And well, and even in, during that hiatus, I came back and
2: visited, For went sure. to the competitions <laughs> and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So she started, let's talk about this. So you started as a dancer, mm-hmm. which is super great. Um, in, uh, what were you? Were you in high school? I was a freshman yeah. in high school. And you had already been dancing other places, and um, some things had happened, and you wound up with us. And uh, that began your journey into what's happening now. Yes. But um, so when you came back about eight years ago, Mm -hmm. uh, brought you back to really help with um, the excitement of the growth in the studio. And that is when we were really going to start pushing forward with the dance space, adding into the whole culture of IUE in general. So that was, you know, eight years ago, and here we stand now, um, where we have lots of organized um, chaos going on in the studio <laughs> that you're in charge of, and I love it. Um, but what we really want to hit home on is what to expect. So someone's come in, brand new parent. Let's go with that. Let's, let's do a couple of different scenarios, but let's go with a brand new parent. So, you know, there's multiple options. They could get on the website. They can give us a call. They can email, or they can just walk in the door. But um, tell us what somebody's going to expect when they just come walking in that front door. Well, first, happy faces, of course. Of course. course. Of
1: course. Super welcoming. And I think that's really what the dance space is about, is welcoming everyone, especially those that have no idea what they're doing, um, and walking them through that process, making sure – I feel like our classes are very fluid in that we want to make sure that they like the classes. So we let them try hip hop tots and that just wasn't their thing. Well, they're going to get to try tap and ballet then and see if that's where they are because they are still so young that um, we want them to enjoy their experience with us.
2: Right. And we want to find them the place that really works for them. So let's say, hey, I'm going to walk in. I I want to try something. Talk to us about what you would love for that parent who has somebody who wants to try something what you really want to happen. So it makes it really a good experience for them. Should they come walking in the door when class starts or? Sure. So
1: the best thing to do is to email us first so that we can take care of what class you're coming to see, any paperwork, possibly get you the parent portal so you can get in and pay your registration. In order to reserve a spot in a class, if you're ready, you would pay the, our $35 registration fee. It's an annual fee paid per family and it is non-refundable. Um, Then when you come in, all that paperwork is done. Your students are already in the system. We will go ahead and walk you around, show you the facility, show you where the lounge is, waiting areas, the bathroom, all of our studios. Um, We do have our first studio has a viewing room or a viewing area um, with a window. Our other studio does not, two of our other studios don't, um, Tumble does have a waiting area where you can watch the class, but it's not necessarily a viewing area. Um, in order to keep the students focused we do ask that parents do not go into the classroom but every eight weeks roughly we do a family watch week where we invite everyone that wants to come watch into the studio and um, you can videotape take pictures and the teachers will show you exactly what your kids go through every week what they've learned um, anything anything like that Um, so that's the best way to do it is to email first, then come in. If you come in, we'll take care of everything right there in person. What is that email, Miss Leslie? Leslie, L E S L I E, at I
2: Y O O W E E dot com. And you know, I think it's, we wanna make sure that everyone understands every class is not for every child. So they may think, oh, I wanna dance, so let's do ballet. But um, ballet just doesn't work. Take a moment at that time and say to yourself as a parent, hey, maybe hip-hop really is the thing. You know, and some parents are turned off by hip-hop, just the idea of it. They think, oh, that, you know, no, I don't want them participating in something like that. Our hip-hop is very straightforward, fun, movement, street dance, as much as you can <laughs> with a young child, but really something fun, very popular music, all clean, Um in a setting that is safe and they can just learn unified movement. Yeah. I think tap and ballet can sometimes be too structured
1: for the kids that like to watch videos. They they aren't anticipating that a teacher is going to tell them what to do, where to go, you know, exactly where they need to be. And so hip hop is kind of the, the go between for that, where they have a little bit more freedom because it is more stylized and each kid can do what they want to do. Where ballet you're in first position. There is no other way around that. So while it is the basis of dance, it is nice to have that bridge there for those three-year-olds that are used to just running around their house dancing.
2: Right. Now we're kind of in this um, mode right now of talking about preschool. So let's continue with that. And then we can hit maybe an older dancer that might want to come in. But I know this is near and dear to your heart because, (laughs) you know your daughter, you were like, I know she's going to want to dance, but she's currently stepped into the studio the last two weeks. And what is her love? Tumble. Yeah. Miss Bridget. Right. So talk about the Tumble program that we have for the pre-K and, you know, where that kind of leads and, and what really it's about. So for Tumble,
1: my daughter loves it. I think because she gets to run around a little bit more while it is structured, um, there isn't specific choreography or anything like that. But, um, they get a little bit trampoline time. They're learning how to gallop. They're really learning how to use their bo- own body strength to to do movements. Right. and um she she loves Miss Bridget. She's great. Um, but I think truly, it's the freedom of being able to um, run around the classroom and still. Learn to gallop and and all of that. So. Right,
2: because it's done. Um, our tumble program is done in different sections. So right. there are as they move around from place to place. Right. There's that freedom, and then when they get to that spot, there is a executed, right. Either with Miss Bridget and or Miss Alyssa and or Miss Tina, depending on who's teaching. <laughs> yeah. um, but. So there's an execution of a skill and then run, 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 go to another skill. Exactly. exactly. So it wears them out a little bit better too. Right. (laughs) And again, another great opportunity. So, you know, for those preschoolers, we have the um, hip hop tots, which is a a beginning hip hop half hour class, not too long, can really get them into that um, age that starts that hip hop tots would be three to four. Yep. Three to three five. Three to five. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I should know that. But, you know, <laughs> it happens. Um, and then we have uh, tap and ballet, which is that first beginner program with the two genres, the real basics, the structure of what dance is all about. That's a 45 minute class. Um, and, you know, you have the warm up with that going into the two different genres of tap and ballet. Now, uh, what is the class that follows that, that would be the hour that when they get a little bit older, but maybe just haven't decided yet? Tap, ballet, and
1: jazz. We do that a lot when kids are getting ready to go into our half-hour classes and aren't sure what jazz is. They're introduced to that with uh, all three genres within that one hour. They'll get a little bit of tap, a little bit of ballet, and jazz all in that hour so that they can get a taste of what they're going to do the next year.
2: Yeah, and that's for slightly older, right, right? Five to six years old, right. So then, when you're six, you would have that option of stepping right into the specific genres of half-hour classes, or you could stick with that tap, LA, and jazz, which is an hour with all three of them, with you know a little bit of option there, right. And then the um, pre-K. Uh, tumble is a 45 minute class Mm -hmm. and that then leads into what's next in the tumble program that would lead into the 101 101 okay which is still basic skills but probably for a
1: little bit older child yeah they're able to handle their attention span is able to handle that hour-long
2: class Mm -hmm. and they're pushed a little bit quicker too awesome So then let's say we have, obviously, I think we just went over the half hours. If somebody Mm -hmm. wanted to come in, you're six or older, um, six to eight, actually. You could come in, try those half hour classes. It's a short spurt, but it's really giving them a great option. Also, the, the reason behind that for the dance space is we offer those half hour classes so that if you really are truly interested in all styles of dance, You take all four and you're only in the studio two hours. Right. And a child between six and eight in a one evening, usually, most, not all, but most, can handle a two-hour slot and uh, take all of them. Or if there's just one style they don't like and they like the other, that's an hour and a half. So it gives them a good step into it. Yes. But let's say I'm eight or above and I've never danced and I'm really interested. Um, What do we have for them? So we have lots of options. We have every genre. Um, of, of dance.
1: We have tap, ballet, jazz, hip hop, and contemporary. Contemporary is super popular right now with that age group. Um, But it's, while it's done by age, we do take into account their skill levels. Um, And so our eight to 10, and then 10 plus, sometimes we have eight plus if we think that a class can combine. Um, But all of our eight plus classes are for beginners. We're not starting off expecting them to have any um any preconceived notion of what's going on they're going to come into class they're going to learn the basics even if they've taken the class for two years they're just going to be expected to be able to do that batma a little bit higher or they already know how to spot so they're going to start turning
2: that sort of thing awesome yeah, but, but we want to welcome those new dancers. Um, you know, we do have a place for them. We definitely have a home for somebody who is a little older and has decided, this is where I really would like oh, yeah. to start doing something. We so, just had
1: someone come in that had done gymnastics for 10 years. Yes. And yes. now she wants to do
2: dance. And she loved it. Yep. And she wasn't even sure she was going to, you know, even grasp what it was and yeah, just absolutely, absolutely did great. loved it. So, yeah.
0: So. So, so the theme kind of is that flexibility flexibility to introduce new dancers new potential dancers to dance
2: yeah flexibility and um uh there's a place for everyone there really is a place for everybody there is not a reason that should hold you back if you want to dance we got something for you we'll find it and and we'll be flexible in figuring out what it is very welcoming yeah
0: yeah, we, we say, you know, we want them to develop a lifelong learning of dance and being able to dance at a lot of different genres and experience all the different types of movement. Actually, right. movers, our degree dancer in our family has raised oh, yes. my uh, oh, vocabulary. Yes. So, like, yeah, making movers is kind of what, what we do. And um, so there's a lot of opportunities to, to for people to get started.
2: Okay. So talking about all these classes, kind of wrapping – Um, up the year. So if these kids come in and they want to participate for the full year, then we have the show at the end, our spring show. And um, so does everyone participate in the spring show, Miss Les? A majority of our students do. They will start in September and end in
1: May. Um, But we do have a handful of students that do not participate in the recital. They just want to learn the routine, learn everything the other kids are learning in class, they just don't get the costume, and then they'll end at the end of April, essentially. Um, May is when we usually hit hard with the recital routine, so that's usually when everyone will end.
2: Great. Now, in saying that, another thing I thought of, we have a nice crowd that comes in. We're located in Westerville, and soccer's important, so we have a, a you know huge interest that comes in October, even in the beginning of November. Talk about um, how we just add those in, or, you yeah. know, so... Um, Our recital costume fees
1: are not due until November 5th, so everyone is welcome to start up until that point. After that point, you're more than welcome to join, whether or not you want to be in the show. Um, The costume fee is a little bit more. We include the shipping and any rush shipping that, if we're able to get the costume, would be included in that.
2: Awesome. So, yeah, we have people that come late. We have people that maybe don't stay the whole time, and they're not missing anything by starting then. Right, because in the fall, we're really working on learning to kind of understand how the classroom works and how the instruction works and uh, teaching combos, combinations Mm -hmm. of movements put together. And then when do we really start on those recital routines? Most of our instructors start at the end of January. We take
1: our last students the last week of January, February 1st, um, and that's all if the um, if the class still has room and if we're able to get them in and we feel that they're not going to miss out on any part of the routine that's already been taught about mid-January.
2: Yeah, now I don't want any confusion and I'm so sorry because I think there might be, this is all our dance program, but Correct. our tumble program is just every eight weeks right. and you can find that all um, on the website um, when the eight weeks begins and ends, but we also will take you um, in the middle of a session if you, in fact, have room in the classroom, right? Right. And um, that we would just prorate that into the student. In, and why can we do that with Tumble? Why can they step in in the middle of the Tumble program and it's okay? Is that because of how the classes run uh, versus the technical skills that go along with learning the combinations of dance versus Tumble? Yes.
1: Yeah, so essentially, Tumble, every eight weeks, you're learning the same core things, where dance you're learning you're learning a combo you're learning all of that but at a certain point in the year specifically ballet um, but at a certain point in the year um, when you're learning the routine there's no way to catch up on that where in in tumble it is every eight weeks you're relearning those things and again you've been in it in a couple of sessions you're expected to be a little bit stronger able Pro- to complete those moments.
0: progression of skills
1: yes exactly
0: and in in on the dance classes there's actually some creative there's some choreography on there that Yes. It's kind of hard for, especially beginning dancers, to pick up on and exactly. be, be ready to roll.
1: Yes. Awesome.
0: So let's say I have maybe have danced before um, or I'm interested in competitive dance. I want to be out on the stage and get judged. Um, how does that work? Or is that available to everyone or is it just available to specific people?
1: So there's a couple of different ways that we do this. So each year we do invite new students to join the company. Those invitations are given from the instructors, Andy and myself. We all take a look, evaluate them. We don't have an audition process per se. We just evaluate throughout the year, observe everyone. The other way is that you can let us know that you're interested in company and we can make sure that you're in the right classes, that you're getting everything that you need in order to go with your end goal and get onto the company that you
2: want to. And, of course, there's always the third. If someone's coming from someplace else, moving new to the area, looking for a new studio, um, that's just simply giving us a call and seeing, again, where you would fit. Because there's obviously a place you would fit, but we want to make sure it's a good fit for you and that um, you are um, happy with the results that we would think would work.
0: And people develop lifelong friends. We were just talking about that before the podcast, too. Uh, Miss Laurie and Miss Leslie, did you become, did you become friends with, through dance or yeah. was it before, before and you just happened to be?
1: I think we met at a summer camp at one point, but then really became friends through dance when we, we were both at the same studio prior to coming to IUE. And then, yeah, that just continued. We were attached at the hip for quite some time. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, Miss Lori
2: taught Miss Leslie how to drive in the parking lot of Ayui. That's true. Let's back it up I, to that. I, I Citizens about arrest. That. That's, right. that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's, a, that's a thing. Oh, Don't let Linda that. hear that. <laughs> it was on private property. Yeah, that's it's fun. fine. Well, Leslie and I could go on forever, but I think we need separate podcasts for that because we have so many other um uh, what do I want to say? Opportunities for people who have an interest in dance. We have summer camps. That's just, you know, a small like excerpt of I have some time and I want to do something with it. Come on over. We got some summer camps, summer classes. Um, and we also have company experiences, which go to the other aspect of more time, more family, um, time as well as, uh, just time. Truly, weekly. out of your weekly yeah. schedule, but we'll talk about those yeah. on other following podcasts.
0: Sure, sure. So we we typically wrap up this first round of podcasts anyway with the question of you know let us know or tell us something that you're um, super obsessed with right now. It can be it can be anything. It can be a movie or a show or a food or a new thing of some type.
1: Uh well I'll I will go with um organizing. Right now I'm really into oh, yes. that. And if you come to the dance space at IUE <laughs> you will
2: see Miss Leslie's organization. No,
1: each week it's something new. But yeah, just um, you know, Marie Kondo, I watched that and, and it was very much that minimalistic lifestyle and just everything has a purpose that's there and but yeah, not just in the studio but no. if you talk to my husband. <laughs> Phillipsing. Yeah. Phillipsing. Oh, I like yeah. that.
0: Okay. Right. Phillipsing. Phillipsing the situation.
1: Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Phillipsing.
2: Turn your yeah. words on. Okay. That's it. <laughs> it's done.
0: All right. Well, I guess that wraps up this podcast. And um, if you would like to stop by the studio and talk to Miss Leslie, she can absolutely, as we said, find you um, a place at the dance space. And get you directed in the right direction, and set up some um, trial classes, yeah. so you can, see, or even just watch a few classes and see see what you might be interested in. Yeah,
1: come on in. All
0: right, thanks for coming. Thank you. Congrats.